Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Welcome back to my house. I'm Rosie here in studio with my wife, sweet Jennifer, broadcast engineer, Mr. Gary D., and our call screener from Cronkite School of Journalism, Miss Alicia. Miss Alicia, thanks again for coming in this morning. We appreciate you helping us out. And before we get into uh, the home improvement topic of the hour, I've got a special, special alert for all of you Arizonans who enjoy the sport of snow skiing. <laughs> snow Bowl is open. I believe Sunrise is now open. But Snow Bowl is having a 72-hour sale that ends midnight tomorrow night. Limited quantities available. Adult Whole day passes for as low as $34. Now, have you, how many have you bought? Now, <laughs> well, <laughs> the more I buy, the more I save. Oh, well, I did talk to Clay Jansen just yeah. this week. Um, yes. He posted a picture on Facebook of the first day it was open. Yeah. He happened to be up there with family, and they had, they only had, of course, the man made snow, Jeez. but he said it was just run. wonderful. Well, yeah, they, and, and it's not no green runs when they do that. It's just blue and black, so I can't go. But <laughs> <laughs> but he was having a blast. He had it to himself. Well, just one of the things that you can take advantage of in the great state of Arizona is drive from your home where you don't need heat, uh, spend two hours in the car, spend the day on the slopes, uh, have a great outdoor day on uh, San Francisco Peaks overlooking some of the most beautiful scenery in all of Arizona, and then hop in your car, drive home two hours, and sleep on top of the sheets. <laughs> so that's one of the many advantages of Arizona. Hey, I wanted to give all the homeowners a little heads up here. If something some of the cities throughout Arizona are doing. Now, the information I have here pertains to Scottsdale specifically. But I know for a fact several cities in the desert environments of Arizona are participating in this plan. If you have warm season lawn areas that you're willing to do away with and convert to low water use landscaping, the city of Scottsdale will pay you up to a dollar a square foot for every square foot of lawn, warm weather Bermuda lawn, a dollar a square foot for every square foot you're willing to convert to an approved landscaping scheme, up to 5,000 square feet. Oh, my goodness. Up to five, Up to $5,000. So With the drought that's... Totally appealing. It, it, you know, this, I, I think an incentive like that will be, um, uh, as a grandparent now, uh, with kids around the house a lot less, needing a lot less lawn area, I'm very tempted to take 
the back six or 700 square feet of that lawn and uh, convert it to more of a dog play area or, or something like that. But take a look at what your particular city may or may not be offering uh, by way of rebates. The deadlines, I'm, I'm bringing it up now because the deadline for applying for these credits generally are between now and the middle of January. So something to consider for sure. Now, I read a lot of trade journals that have to do with home improvement, home remodeling, both as from the customer views, the homeowner, as well as industry tips from business owners on better ways to get things done. Professional Remodeling Magazine had an article this week that caught my eye. Who is the primary decision maker when remodeling for a couple? Hmm. I do know you've told me in the past that it's, it's kind of like marriage counseling. Sometimes when you do a remodel, you're basically moving in with the people. And yeah, well, then, then they, may have, they may have some discrepancies on what they want done. And You, you, you get to know people on, on a much more intimate level than just selling them a television. Uh, you're in their home all hours of the day, Monday through Friday generally. Um, you get to see their living habits and habitat. Uh, you get to see how they treat each other. Um, and it's very interesting. So Professional Remodeling Magazine did a study of over a 1,000 couples coast to coast who remodeled. And they asked each person who is the primary decision maker the men claim they are 65 percent of the time the decision maker now jennifer you're you're good in math gary you're a broadcast engineer you're good in math alicia you're a college student you you can you can you can manage (laughs) math so if if sixty five percent of the men say they are the primary decision maker, what percentage does that leave for women? I got thirty five. Mm-hmm. Okay, thirty five. I agree. 35. Yeah. Everybody agree. Thirty five. Hmm. It doesn't add up. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It doesn't add up. You're right because I mean traditionally, when you go to buy a car, who makes the decision? Nine times out of ten, it's the woman. Okay. That, that's always been kind of like the standard. I, if you want to call it something like that. But, well, but usually the woman uh, or the girl in the family wins. In this survey, where 65% of the men say they're the primary decision maker, they were questioned separately, had to turn in the results individually. 65% of the women say they're the primary decision maker. <laughs> That's it. That's 130%. How does that work? They they didn't put in the uh, addendum woman's prerogative. Oh, man. I think of the 65% of the men that say they're the primary decision maker, um, I'm suspicious about 50% of them are delusional. (laughs) You're right. Somehow she knows how to make him think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I... I got a giggle out of this. I really did. And when it, when it comes time to compromising, 
men, 71% of the time, say they do more compromising than the woman. Hmm. Hmm. What does a woman say? What does a woman say? Yeah. 61% <laughs> of the time, women say they do more compromising. So any way you slice this survey, it doesn't add up. And that's well, where guilt you, quality might be able yeah, to help. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, what exactly. do you find, Rosie? You, you're, you're in that position quite often. Do you, well, how in, do you cipher that? In reading the article, a couple questions jumped up in my mind right away. I think a lot of it depends, on, of course, on the couple. Every couple's different. Um, I was at, a, I was at a, a, a homeowner's home up in Greyhawk just this week. And the man had a set of parameters and remodel objectives he wanted to get done. It involved taking large arch windows off the east-facing side of his house and increasing the view for an unbelievably magnificent view of the McDowell Mountains. And his wife was excited about that, but a bit indifferent. But when we got to the kitchen, she had some opinions, I bet. Oh, he wasn't going to get them view windows <laughs> without her getting that kitchen. <laughs> I mean, so in my experience, I feel the men and the women kind of have their territories. And when it comes to finishes and selections, most men I know will defer to their wives for the countertop selection. They'll They'll kind of establish, look, honey, you you pick A, B, or C. I'm fine with any one of these. They can be a little bit more particular, I've found, when it comes to cabinets as to what style they'll accept. The, and men, what the men. The men, yeah. yeah. Well, it uh, makes a big difference on the look. But when it comes to the security system or the entertainment system or... Maybe AC, too? Maybe the AC mechanical? and what... what sear what efficiency level they're going to buy or what level they're going to aspire to it's the men 90 percent of the time i get that mm-hmm. about 90 percent of the time but for a lot of the finishes so i think it's hard to ask a couple who's going to be the primary decision maker in this remodel in my experience it depends on what in particular part of the project are you talking about? Well, I have a question for you. So will you ever meet just one or the other? I know there's things I've tried to buy and they're like, nope, not unless you're both together. There's a lot of remodelers that do that, um, but we, we've we never made that. We, we, I, I take that back. That's not true. In the 90s, um, when we had 16 designers on staff, we did make that a rule. And, and some very legitimate remodeling contractors and service providers make that a standard. Because you go out and meet one of them where the other one can't make the appointment. You complete a a design based on that criteria. And then invariably when you're coming back to give the estimate and the proposal and show the plans, they both want to be there. And you find yourself starting all over. You've Mm -hmm. wasted all the time you've got in that initial proposal. But at Rosie Wright Remodeling, we've changed it just a little bit. We'll meet individually. But we won't go to the expense, the time, or the expenditure of resources to put a plan and design together until we know we're all on the same page. But we'll, we'll make initial meetings all the time just with one of the clients. 
So interesting perspective on who's the decision makers. We've got a whole list of questions that came in this week. We're going to take a short break and get back to those right here at Roseville Nass, as well as your call and question at one 767 4348 You tell all your friends. team serves as every Arizona homeowner's handyman. Been remodeling and building all across the great state of Arizona since 1974. It was about 15 minutes after I passed my driver's license test um, that I was actually at one of my high school teachers' homes taking a look at some remodeling work they wanted done. And I became the handyman for that particular high school's teaching staff. Thank goodness, because that was the only way I could ever graduate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You earn hands-on credit, I oh, guess. Oh, huh? baby. Oh, man. That's how I worked my way through high school. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't at night doing homework. I, we need I, more kids like that, though. I, we need more helpers, <laughs> more kids willing to work. Oh mercy! Well, one of the things we do during the week is uh, take questions over the internet all week long and by the phone. And I, I would ask you homeowners to do me a favor. Um, we have an entire staff at the office that are busy all week long. If you have a question about your house, home, castle, or cabin, you would do us a huge favor by calling the radio show on Saturday morning. And let me ask you the questions I've always got to get to the bottom of the issue to give you the right answer. one 767 And some of the questions that did come in this week. We call this our red notebook list, okay? Yeah. So these are things that we didn't get to during the week. So hopefully if you send in a question and you haven't heard the answer, you'll tune in and let us, let us answer on air. And that, that's, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of fall on the sword here uh, and make a confession. That's really part of the dilemma between the Internet, the telephone, the radio show, uh, and trying to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend. Rosie on the House has been completely overrun. Completely oh. overrun. I mean, it's nonstop. We, Jennifer and I could literally sleep two hours a day and fall farther behind every single day. So when we got to, an open line, please? Trying to answer all these here. questions. Well, here's a gentleman in Mesa wanted to know. Um, he, has a, he called in looking for someone to fix his doorbell. I, I, I told him like I didn't repair think, it? Yeah, and I told him I didn't think it would be worth the hourly rate to get a doorbell fixed. They're so cheap now, <laughs> right? You could get like a ring doorbell or something. And well, he certainly should in, in investigate some of the some of the security camera uh, doorbells that are available today. Uh, I can't imagine at today's acceptable hourly rate uh, for someone that it would be any kind of return on investment to have a service technician show up to repair a doorbell. Especially if there's some kind of electrical problem involved and then they'd just be it, on and on, right? It could be really easy. 
the transformer could be unplugged, the transformer could be expired, several very easy things. But even for an experienced technician to come up and show up, it's going to be $100, $125. I would encourage him to go online or visit with neighbors uh, or get to um, an electronics company and see how simple and easy it is to install one of these security type doorbells before I spent a dime installing a conventional well, ding donger. In the day and age, it, it, it does exist. There are wireless doorbells. I've had one yeah, for many years. Yeah. You just, it's real simple to set up. You know. Yeah. Well, and the nice uh, thing about the up, um, I mean. camera ones is with all the deliveries we're getting, everybody's ordering online, and you get stuff. You know, it's little protection there. Yeah. There was somebody asking about the difference between Pebble Tech and Plaster. Yeah, somebody wanted to go ahead and get their pool done. And I, I will tell you, if you're thinking about getting your pool done, call a couple people and get started because they are they are really booked out. People are staying home and wanting those pools fixed up. But apparently, I talked to Barb at, at Post Arena Pools. Um, huh, I talked to Matthew this week. Did you? And uh, so they said... The gentleman's question was, what's better, plaster or Pebble Tech? And she said, without even taking a breath, Pebble Tech. She said, everybody. Oh, really? She said, there are very few people who actually do plaster anymore. Interesting. That has changed so much. The EPA has pulled so many products out of it that it's not the same product as it used to be. So, Ooh. and not as good. So, with the Pebble Tech, the nice thing is, you if you like that smooth look, they can take that Pebble Tech and make it look smooth. But it's a much longer lasting product, much responds much better to an acid wash, wash much better, easier to clean, and longer lasting. So really, in her mind, there was no no competition. In Very that. interesting. Of course, it would be a little more expensive, but it lasts much longer, too. With the plaster pools, you're really supposed to, every 10 years, you know, have them acid washed and all that. So, Barb Posterino. Posterino Thanks, Barb. Pool yeah, series. she had to get back to me on that, and I appreciate her taking her time out of her day to help answer that question. We also got a question. <laughs> about does it help in the summer when I'm always getting hot water out of the cold tap? Does it help to insulate the pipes in my attic? And I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, it isn't going to help near as much as you would like to think it would or that you would hope it would. It's, it's 140, 150 plus degrees in that attic and one inch of insulation isn't going to give you cool water at the tap. Okay, we got back. We've got Matt calling from Chandler, as well as our tip of the week. Holiday Hot. Yippity, Yahoo, Peruti. Little road trip last weekend. In my Sanderson Ford F-150 to the White Mountains of Arizona, camping out at 8,000 feet, sleeping under the stars at 28 degrees. Oh, man, I loved it. How do you enjoy driving around Arizona in your Sanderson Ford? Loading it up with the grandkids and going somewhere out in the desert for fun. They love going out. We've nicknamed Jennifer's Expedition the Granny Wagon. <laughs> if it's not full of grandkids, it's full of groceries. Or right now, it came home looking like Santa's sleigh the other day. It's just such a cool vehicle because of the way you can configure. I mean, you can seat, what is it, uh, eight 
people. I think, yeah, eight people. But then you can also layer down, layer everything down flat and just have two-seater. And then I can put in a Christmas tree. I can put in a bicycle. I can put in all kinds of shopping. Or like your dad, throw it all down. <laughs> he, he uses his expedition carriage <laughs> to haul hay. Now inside the expedition. Now nobody ever else gets in that car. Do you know it's twenty two years old? Uh, I can believe that. He told me he was gonna yeah. let, he was gonna have it cremated and put in with him. <laughs> oh I was like, well you wouldn't be able to sell it with all the hay in it. So oh. that's a good idea. Well, when it comes to cars, uh, we've been a Ford family really all my adult life, uh, ever since I had a driver's license. Uh and and for the great majority of that time, we've been customers at Sanderson Ford. If you, if you haven't studied Sanderson Ford's commitment to the community, uh, I would encourage you to do that before you even consider buying a car anywhere else. Right now, they're in the middle of one of their biggest operations all year long called Operation Santa Claus. Take a look at what you can do to, to, to support Sanderson Ford in their effort to support the many, many, many organizations that they support here in the community. One of the most award-winning dealerships in the entire country, Sanderson Ford, stands above them all, and they're right here in Glendale, Arizona. Get over there and uh, learn what it's like to be treated like a friend, a member of the family, in the car buying process at family-owned Sanderson Ford. We have a lot to cover here, and we're running out yeah, of time, baby. darling. Yeah, baby. But, but we will take calls. We've got Matt that's very patiently held on through the break. Shall we, shall yeah, we let's jump go ahead to Matt and take him. first? Yeah. Let's, let's get Matt calling from Chandler. A very big good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Rosie and Jennifer. Great talking to you guys, as always. You too. Um, so, Rosie, Rosie, I've got a question for you, um, and actually, it, you're, you're the reason. Years ago, you and I talked. Um, I had called in, and, and we talked about my uh, electrical. I've got solar panels, panels on the house and was asking how to make my house more efficient. I gave you what, what I was paying. Um, in the summer, and you said, you know, that's that's pretty close to what you're going to do. You're not going to get much lower than that. And I took that as a challenge. Um, <laughs> you would. And I'm happy to say that that <laughs> that I've done a lot better. So last year, um, and and I, I've only used uh, Rosie Certified Partners. So I had my air conditioner replaced last year. Um, I uh, had insulation added at the beginning of the summer, uh, 10 inches of blown-in insulation, which made a huge difference this summer. Uh, and then I just had my duct sealed uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, and so I, I, I feel like I want to get to the point where SRP is paying me <laughs> to um, run electricity. Okay. Um, right. But when I had my... when. When I had my air conditioner replaced, um, I had an old swamp cooler. It was taken down. I still have the stem up there um, that I, I need to fill in, but I, I don't have much by way of attic uh, ventilation. So I'm wondering, I, I know that you are adamantly against, as, as am I, um, anything that's powered to uh, uh, let the heat escape. But with a, I think it's about 18 by 18 inch um, hole in my roof what should i look to put there is it just a whirly bird or is there something that would be 
uh, better because of the size of the hole to, to add to that space. Matt, what um, what is currently venting your attic? Is it is it whirly birds or is it dormer vents? Is 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 your house a tile roof? It's not. It's it's shingle roof. Okay. okay. Um, I don't have anything up on the roof vent uh, venting it. I only have one. Uh, dormer vent on the south side of my house, and that's it. Well, it certainly would not hurt. Um, you've got that evap cooler uh, boot uh, capped. Uh, it it would not hurt one thing. Is it on the back side of the house where it's not visible from the front elevation? Um, it's towards the front, uh, it? but it's a two-story house, and it's and it's back enough that um, okay. you know it wouldn't be terribly visible okay. um, from the front. Well, there there would not be anything wrong with you cutting a hole in that cover and just simply uh, waterproof attaching a simple whirly bird right there. There, there wouldn't be any reason not to do that. Um, uh, the fact that you've only got the one dormer vent. Do you have any gable end vents at all? I don't. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, a whirly, One more whirly bird isn't going to hurt one thing. The fact that you've got 10 inches of fresh insulation in there, uh, you're not going to see it change your electric bill uh, a, a penny uh, at 10 inches. You're, you're close to an R40 or R45, and no matter what temperature – your attic gets to, you're not going to be impacted on your air conditioning bill. But it's a little bit healthier for the attic if it could breathe a little bit better. You must have some bird block vents in between the freeze blocks. Go ahead, and uh, if you don't mind what that looks like from the front elevation of your home, having a worry bird mounted on an old evap cooler boot, uh, it isn't going to hurt one thing. Perfect. Thank you. I will uh, send you an after picture once it's done. Yeah, I'm sure with your creativity and, and, and technical skills, um, you're going to be able to give it a, a, an, an aesthetic look that I wouldn't be able to. I'd slap it up there, paint it to match the tone. Do whirly birds come in one size? Do they get any pretty bigger? Much, yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I mean, there they're are variable sizes, but 90% of them are all one mm-hmm. size. Okay. And people think it's the hot air rising that makes them spin. It's not. It's the breeze. But once they start spinning, then they act like a little vacuum and they suck the hot air out. The hot air will leave the attic uh, through the whirly bird without ever turning at all. Um, well, I just learned something. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, what, the, what you were just saying about the whirly birds, I thought it was the hot air rising that made them. No. No. Okay. Good uh, to know. You think I'd know all these answers by now, right? <laughs> Your life worth living segment. Yeah, just where we're talking about scams in particular this holiday season. I don't know why scammers are so heartless to be more active this time. They're of all year. Grinches, I know. Yeah. So, uh, Better Business Bureau just had a really good warning about shopping and being careful that you only buy from reputable websites. And um, how, not, how do you, you, know, you how so do you know? Well, so the the big deal is to think. You know, so many times we react to, oh, my gosh, this is a great deal. Oh, look, there's only two left. I'm going to buy it right now, you know. And so you jump in there and you pay for it, and then you go, oh, darn. You know, so I did that actually recently. I bought something, you know, how Facebook 
feeds through. There was a little link uh, to a beautiful wreath, and they were going out of business, and they were American made, and I was going to, you know, help I, this, I, I these poor, I, sweet I, women. I, I wish I had taken a picture. Yeah, <laughs> I have a picture, when actually. It came, when it, it came in the mail. Um, <laughs> so I was gone, and it came, and Rose was like, what is this? But it was it was basically cardboard with old, nasty silk flowers, and somebody had scribbled blessed across. I mean, it was it was the most hideous thing you could <laughs> And you know what the interesting thing is? I wrote them, and I said, you people are fraudulent. And they, they pretended like they were legitimate. Oh, how can we help you? But anyway, <laughs> paid 60 bucks for two, and they were both Ooh, equally hideous. I didn't know that. Well, I bought one for me and Mom. Anyway. So anyway. Did you throw them both away? Well, I did, but I did take a picture. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, they oh, were they were hideous. Keeping. They were And hideous. they were like little bitty, like eight Ow. inches. And there were no insects in it. And oh. I don't know about yeah. that. Oh, my gosh. It might even be worse than I realized. <laughs> so anyway, um, when you're shopping... Don't click through that. You know, go out of whatever you're in and go back in. So put in the legitimate, like, like even let's say you want to go to Amazon. You put in Amazon because it's really easy. If you'll just hover before, over any link before you click on it, it'll show you the full address. And it might just be that there's one little one little hyphen or letter that's just off enough and you're going somewhere else. So just you just have to be very vigilant to be observant. And also, go ahead. And this time of year, uh, a lot of the utility companies have sent mm-hmm. out warnings in their newsletters. Um, if someone's trying to get a hold of you to purchase a gift card for any reason, oh yes, you, you, alarms you, should go off inside your head immediately. Yeah, Kim Commandos is that if if someone asks you to buy a gift card, that is an immediate warning that something's wrong because nobody works that way. Nobody and a, works and that a lot way. of the scammers are saying your power is about ready to be turned off unless you buy this gift card. Uh, yeah. That 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 is a very common uh, scam going around right now. Just hang up. Don't don't even give them the time of day. Don't let them hear your voice. Don't let them record your yeses and your noes. Just hang up. You have no obligation to talk to them. And and for the life worth living segment, I did find four products, and I don't think they're Christmas worthy because. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe you have to decide for your own family member. I know your mama never liked things like vacuums and stuff for, <laughs> for birthdays or Christmas. <laughs> These are very practical things, but I just wanted to tell you about them. So one website is called Kitchen Mama. And so I'm talking about people who might have a disability in their hands for any reason. Okay. And so it's a can opener at Kitchen Mama. It t- runs on batteries. Okay. You basically set it on top of the can, press the button, and a little thing goes around all by itself. So it's different than electric. Even with an electric can opener, you have to have one hand to put the can in place. Hold it, please. And then press down, you know, to hold it. This is a one-handed can opener. Pretty slick. So Kitchen Mama carries those. Okay. All the right. other one is little called... robot can opener. It's so cool. And every one of these gifts I'm, or products is right at $30. Okay. The other one, Disability Horizons, uh, has three products I really liked. Disability Horizons. One is the Ramble Tag. Now, this one's a little funky, but it is so practical. It's, have you ever been walking with someone who's um, maybe unsteady, they're weak, maybe they can't see? For any variety of reasons, you need to hold on to someone else. This is a little strap you put around your arm, and on that strap is a handle. So, you know, I could, if you needed to lead me, you know, I was not feeling well or whatever. I could just hold that handle. And so you're not, you're not so close together. Sometimes it gets kind of clumsy moving around when okay. you've got two of you. So it's right. a little handle you hang on to with somebody else. I thought that was just genius. Um, the other one is called a, you ready for this? A nork. A what? <laughs> it's a nork. Nork. 
How do you spell that? K N O R K. So, and it's actually a set. It's a it's a um, set where the spoons and the forks actually have a sharp edge. So, if you're trying to cut your food and you only have one hand to work with, because one is injured or it's arthritic or whatever, you can cut it with your side of your fork because it's merely a nork with a <laughs> with a sharp edge. Okay. So you cut it and then you can use your fork part, but it's all in one utensil. So it's a it's a fork with a side edge of a knife. Does that make sense? Yes, it, I think yeah. it does. Yeah, uh, just genius. You know, for someone, if you're trying, if you're by yourself and you're trying to do something that takes two hands and you don't have one to work with, it's really hard. And this last one, I I think is really great. It's a it's a cane that breaks down, so you pull it apart when you're done and it collapses. It's a collapsible cane, okay. basically. So. I just know from my mom a lot of times, you know, we'll get someplace and she'll throw the cane in the back seat. And then, then there it is in the back seat. This one, you get in the car, you break it down, and you can put it right beside you. So when you're ready to get out, pull it up, okay, open it up, and you're ready to go. All those are about 30 bucks. And the two websites, Kitchen Mama and Disability Horizons. All right. Very good. We'll be wrapping up after this short break here at Rosie on the House and uh, giving you our takeaways from today's program as well as wishing you the greatest of holiday seasons this next week. All of that when we get back to wrap things up. Stay tuned. I think that's one of the things we're going to do at Rosie Wright Remodeling next year is every single remodeling client will be given free of charge a one-year portal access to a home Zada account. We, we could literally statewide start Rosie certifying homes that then realtors could let buyers know, hey, this home's been Rosie certified. Well, also, I was visiting with a friend uh, this week, and she, we were talking about downsizing, and I, they had just done a big downsize. I said, that must have been so hard. And she said, well, one of the things that really happened, really helped, was putting everything digital. You know, they scanned all their documents. They put them all in a portal. I said, well, you should, you should try out HomeZada because that's, that's how you would do that. Absolutely. For those of you that regularly subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and there's 20,000 of you in Arizona that get it uh, every week delivered to your email box, we talk about uh, our handyman tip of the week. And this week we're encouraging you to stop and take a look at your home under a fresh set of eyes as it relates to preparing for holiday hospitality. Take the extra effort it takes to freshen up that front elevation, the uh, impression you get from standing out at the curb looking back at your home. Is there a hedge that needs to be straightened out, trimmed, uh, or, or, or corrected, or supplemented with some some winter fertilizer or feed, or given an extra little dose of water. Put away things that don't belong there. Kind of straighten it up and go ahead and create that artwork appropriate to the holiday you're celebrating. Hanukkah's this weekend. Wow. One of your favorite things is to make sure that there's music playing as people come up to the front door. We have speakers out in the front courtyard, and that's... It kind of sets the mood. People are coming up like, hey, this going to be a fun time. I love it when people park in our driveway, start walking up the front curb, and have to open that gate to the front access courtyard. And instantly they're treated to Kenny and Dolly singing <laughs> Christmas songs 
or Alabama singing Christmas. Yeah, that's in right. Dixie. Uh, in Dixie. Christmas in Dixie. Um, just a heads up. We are full force back into the staycations. Samson Ford, yes. Arizona Staycation, we give away one a month. The 15th of this month is the deadline to, to enter to go to Sierra Vista. Sierra Vista is a beautiful place to go this time of year. And if you're thinking you'd like to go south, do you know that um, oh, that's Tucson cool. Attractions has put out this little go- passport book? And so you'll go in there and you'll see all kinds of deals, you know, two for, two furs and two for one. Got kind of great deals. stuffing stock. Yeah. That is a great stuff. Stocking stuff. What did I say? Don't don't even ask. Okay. That's what I meant. (laughs) So anyway, that was was it. And we have have gotten um, our partner, our basket partners are all engaged and ready to come back in and excited. Um, Miss Denise at Divine Gourmet is going to be providing a beautiful basket for some of our our winners. Um, They have homemade goods all in there. Um, They make all kinds of good um, nut mixes and candies and cookies, and also Sphinx Date Ranch, their pecans and their and their dates and stuff. So the baskets will just get better and better. I've been kind of ad living for a little while, but we're ready to get back full force. So be sure I you think sign we up. got our third thank you card from that family. Miss Brenda <laughs> from that family yeah. that won the the Route sixty six take. Yeah, Miss Brenda gave us uh, yes, cookies right. and mm-hmm. poinsettias and a beautiful card. So thank you very much. The staycation can only be one at one place, and that's Rosie on the House dot com, and it's sponsored by Sanderson Ford. Every month we pick one winner, and then we empty the basket of entries, so you can enter every month. Okay, if we pick a name of someone that's been a recent winner in the past 12 months, I'm sorry, but we put your name aside and we pick the next name. So we like to spread it out. You can win twice, but not within the same year. You then contact Sanderson Ford and find out what cars they've got available in their loaner lot. And virtually every model they have is available, uh, depending on when you want to go. And we have locations based on our homeowner calendar that we distribute for free on where you're going to win every single month. It's our way of getting people in Arizona with so many newcomers arriving. It's our way of trying to introduce people to how great a state they've decided to relocate in. I, I cannot lie, I was a little bit disheartened to find out that L.A. is sending more people to Phoenix in a permanent relocation than any other city in the country. Oh, man. Remind me to send you the meme about moving to Texas. Okay. All right. Do that. If you're coming from California, moving to Texas, the meme has a map of Oklahoma with all the Texas. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's hilarious. Folks, wherever you're from, If you're an Arizona homeowner or want to be an Arizona homeowner, we want to be your best friend. We're here to help you with every anxiety, dilemma, or project around your house, home, castle, or cabin. This holiday season, be blessed and be a blessing.